Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Modesto. And surprise, it's Zach. You're back. <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> well, kind of, sort of. Well, yeah. Well, welcome back. Zach is back to do a little guest hosting, a little, little yeah. A little, <laughs> we're not sure what's going on yet, but like right now, I'm very... You know, I'm claiming it as a friend of Roll Mo is saying that I'm more of a guest a la, what, who did you say? From Roni? Marissa. <laughs> oh no, from Beverly Hills, I said Marissa Zurich, whatever the fuck her name was. No, I'm claiming more of like, maybe Vicky on this season, coming in towards the end, like a little guest of one confessional of that. <laughs> uh, Vicky's had a couple confessionals. Does she have two looks? No, but she's well, had a lot of confessionals. Well, there you go. Um, or Cynthia Bailey. On this yeah. last season of Atlanta. You know, I feel very, very much in my Vicky era. Like, I feel like took a step back. I was fired! No, I, I wasn't fired. I definitely was just, like, a conversation that we had. I had a very... Just to get the listeners up to speed, I haven't talked to you guys in a very long time, but I had a very rough summer. (laughs) (laughs) We were driving on the way, so Zach picked me up from a doctor's appointment, we were driving on the way back to my apartment, and he goes, you know, I only have five good summers left in me. (laughs) Literally, it was like, I was like, I had a really rough summer, Um, I started this new job, which has, the job has been amazing, the job is great, moved to a new city, moved to Jersey, um started dating a man and then the man like completely ripped and shattered and broke my heart and it sent me off the edge off the deep end i very much felt like vicky where it's like i just want my love tape full like if i die alone i'm gonna be sad forever like i felt like it was very vicky at ultimate girls trip season two and now i'm in vicky season 17 on the Mexico cast trip. I'm like, you know what? I've learned some lessons. Life smacked me in the face. It was really hard, but I'm in a little bit of a healing journey and I'm getting back to where I want to be and back to my goals. So everything's exciting, but I've missed talking all things Bravo with you guys. Trust. I've missed you all. So I'm here to jump on the mic a little bit and you know, it's Salt Lake City season. So I cannot wait to fucking jump into that. It's, I mean, it's Salt Lake City. It's Zach and I's favorite. Like, it is the perfect time for him to join. We're going to do a very short... That's my opinion! So, guys, a little short, that's my opinion, because I've had a week. Zach is very aware of it. I think you guys are as well. If you're on Instagram, if you follow Bryn Whitfield, then you have seen my face on there. I got a lot of DMs about it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Miss Bryn and I have had... A full-blown week together. So my boyfriend and I are stylists. We work for a company. Um, Bryn came into the place that we work. I had a, like, two-hour conversation with her. She is authentically just one of the most beautiful human beings inside and out. When I tell you, Mama is stunning. Um, And she has some appearances coming up. One of those appearances you will see on Sunday on Bravo after the episode of Roni. Um, so we styled her for that appearance. The reference photo was a Hilly Bieber-esque, you know, when Justin Bieber was wearing like the hoodie and Haley had on the red, um, dress and it's that whole vibe, very Jessica Rabbit. It she looked fucking incredible. Honestly, it's not, she made our job very easy. When you look like that and you inside and out, like she's fucking stunning. Stunning. I mean, and guys, the way that she is on television is 100% the way that she is in person. 
we've been texting nonstop now for a week. Like she's truly is just so beautiful and a lot more to come with Miss Bryn. You, yeah, just stay tuned. You'll, you guys are going to be excited. There's a lot more to come on my styling and with Bryn. I'm going to be posting all of the looks that I had with her. If you don't follow on Instagram, I'll tag about Bravo so you guys can see them there too. And we have some plans for her to join us on the mic soon. We're working out details and dates now with her PR, but just get excited. I, it's it's going to be exciting. It's all happening. And Mo has really been manifesting, like, styling a housewife. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, like, you know that, like, that's one of Mo's dreams is styling someone from Bravo, taking two of his passions, which is fashion and then <laughs> Bravo, and merging them together. So we're all super happy for him. It's all happening. Hashtag Sheena Shea. It literally has actually in the shade. It is all happening. Um, I also have an appearance that I'm working on with another Roni housewife. I will leave that one to the imagination. Um, but I'm literally, as Zach is recording with me now, I'm texting said Roni housewife about the look that we're doing for her. And the look is fucking killer. It's so good. He, Zach has seen it. It's so good. And he's seen Brins. Brins. Brins is, you guys are going to die. You're going to gag. You're going to be so excited. I'm so excited for like the future of what's happening. It's really just like my styling business with my partner and I, with my boyfriend also partner, but um, it's just really kicking off and the it's going to help the podcast and tune like we're gonna it's just all the things are happening and i'm just like word vomiting at this point because i'm so excited i know you're like it's just we're all so proud too like we're everyone in the group chat is like come on now it's like yeah work. work and also it couldn't have happened with a person who is like couldn't be more lovely inside and out and when i tell you guys like Brynn is truly just like she is that bitch she's a girl of her word like she brought up doing the podcast with me she's followed up on it multiple times her pr people have followed up on it like she really is just incredible and the styling journey that we've had together which is just the beginning guys like we have a lot of shit in the works and you guys are gonna be really excited once you see her on cam or on mic and maybe some camera but once you see her on it's about bravo you're really gonna be like holy shit this girl's so real and like it's just so authentic like the conversations that i have with her are truly just the way that she is on tv but Enough of that. We have so much to get into. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Get security, please. Don't get security. She refuses to leave. I'm going to tell you. Excuse me. She needs to leave. Uh, I'm the hostess of the dinner, and she is. Her behavior is not acceptable. I'd like for her to leave. I'll, I'll do whatever I can. If I want to go for the jugular and talk about this, sh- the rumors, the nastiness about her, well, we can do that. Do you I know think- what? You want me to go there with her husband? I can go there. Don't with me. Okay. Tell her to off. You can leave. Guys, I want to say that, like, that episode of Salt Lake City was, I, not only probably one of the best Housewives episodes in the past, like, few years, it was camp from start to finish. Like, I I know Zach has so much to say. Zach, what do you guys say? There's a lot that I want to say, but I first want to start off that Mo and I have never abandoned Salt Lake. We have never turned our backs on Salt Lake, like some other co-hosts that have talked on the mic on this said podcast okay now salt lake i think and a lot of other people agree is like 
almost a parody of Housewives. Like, you have to watch it. Like, in my opinion, if you don't like Salt Lake or if you are super hypercritical of Salt Lake, it's like, do you like to have fun? Like, have some fun. No one likes to have fun anymore. It's just campy and stupid and, like, over the top and fucking crazy. And it's like, it fills that Roni void, like, which I think the new Roni will get to eventually. And we see little, like, glimpses of it. But, like, the old Roni was, like, chaotic as fuck. Like, it was just, like, those women were just unhinged, especially on a goddamn cast trip, which is, like, exactly what the women display on this episode. I just think that it's funny to me now. Everyone's praising Salt Lake, but they were, like, wanting it canceled after last season when it wasn't even that bad of a season. It, it was just a little shaky. Last season wasn't bad. We've always said, me and you have said that editing was the problem with last season. Yeah. Because they filmed for like six months and we only saw 11 episodes. Whatever. I think that with Salt Lake, it truly is just, it's camp. It's camp. It's camp. This episode had so many moments. And if you think about it, we were fighting with Reed about this and Maddie that like, yeah, season two of Salt Lake was really long and there was a lot of fights in it, but it had so many moments from Little Girl to like the hot mic moment. There's just, there was so fucking to, much. like, he, he, she mortgaged his house and he stole 300 grand. Like, like all those lines. Um, I mean, for God's sake. Are you saying her cousins are Marina? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like. There's so you can go, you little can. girl. Like everyone quotes that. I see the shit on Twitter, like all the all the fucking time. Like if you really think that season is that bad of a season, how many? How, why are there so many good moments that constantly are being circled around so, social media? Like that is like my opinion. I think like season two has had a lasting power. I think that season two goes into almost like the a hall of fame of season like, twos, like like Beverly Hills yeah, season yeah. two. You know, like. I'd, I'd say it's up there. I'd say I'd that say- season one is also one of the best housewife seasons, best freshman seasons since Beverly Hills season one. And it goes back to what we always say, nostalgia. If Beverly Hills season one aired today, everyone would hate it. Mm-hmm. If Roni season one aired today, hate it, tank it. It's like Dubai, boring, nothing's going on. If there's so many, OC, oh, please. That was like the fucking almost two decades ago. Yeah. yeah, documentary style. Like Salt Lake came out the bat as that girl. Speaking of that girl, let's get into the episode. Let's talk we, about it. We have to. I mean, the episode, the laughs really started. MVP of the episode to me was by far Mary Cosby. Like, it started off with her being like, Angie being like, Mary, come over here. Like, come meet with us. And she's like, I'm not going over there. Stop talking to me like that. I don't like it. It started before that. Like, Mary was Mary was delivering even before that line. Like, when she <laughs> Heather was talking in the other room, she said, Heather's got such a big mouth. <laughs> or like or like when they were going shopping and they were like, oh, we're going shopping or whatever. And she's like, find yourself a ring. Yeah. <laughs> like Lisa, like I was like, Mary, enough. Like, oh my gosh. And I think that Mary is just the perfect like comedic role that is like needed on this show. Like she, I, I really do not need her as a full time. I know a lot of people are like, oh, we need Mary as a full time. Like, no, I don't want to. No, see this is where she's, she's, like, she's perfect. She's but we still are seeing like, I mean, let's talk about her calling in the last episode, her calling the Trixie Motel for the Dom Perignon and the pizza, like uh, the faces and the jiffable moments. Like we still had Mary at her fucking best. Like we're still getting home scenes from her, like, which is, you know, wild for a friend of, but when you're like, a vet that has is a friend of it's like kind of well i think there's it. some housewives that are friend ofs that have that status because they came from like an og status like where they do have like solo scenes you know like i could see if ricky comes back next season as a friend of we could get like solo scenes with I'm her sure like, we'll get solo scenes of her if she's like a friend of or little quick moments um mary also 
I mean, the, her distaste for Whitney has been happening, which we'll talk about at the end of the episode, but it's been happening since fucking little girl. But the moment where she was like, so why did you fly early? And Whitney's like, oh, because like Trixie's like my friend and like whatever. And she's like, it's a little yeah, childish. Yeah, it's a little it? childish. Mary, come on over, girl. I am not coming over there. Oh, please stop talking to me like that. I don't like it. Oh, just a little invite if you're interested. Oh. So Whitney... So why are you guys here early? I don't get what is the connection. So so like, Trixie's one on? of my good friends. That's why you're here early? Yeah. When Meredith invited me to the trip, I reached out to Trixie and I was like, I want to come down early. It just feels childish. It might feel childish to you, but Winnie's trying to be inclusive, so I don't think that was Winnie's intent. I wasn't even talking to you. <laughs> She's like, Mary, you stop, like, stop no, it with no, that. But that Aunt, no, but then Angie tries to chime in. And, and and the way that Mary hates Angie is just so goddamn funny. I mean, at the start of the episode, Angie goes and gives her, like, this, like, one of those unwanted hugs where it's like, I'm hugging you from the side and, like, I'm putting my face or, in Or, like, I know you. Yeah. And she's like... And she's like, who is Angie? <laughs> who is Angie? <laughs> but it's funny because it's, like, it's not, like, a newbie thing because she doesn't have the same distaste for Monica. No. Because she's like, go shopping with Monica. And she's like, oh, but she's oh. even shopping with Monica was such a moment where she's like, do you like this? And she's like, no. No, it's like, that <laughs> looks good on you. That is chic. You, that you're wearing that to dinner. Yeah. Like, that is good. Mary is just so honest. And it's the honesty that we need on this show. Like, it's like, it's, she's, she's just not afraid to say it. And I, I don't even think it's like she even thinks about the fear where she's like, I'm not afraid of saying it. She just says it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it just comes out. I don't even think she thinks she's afraid. Oh, there's not even like a thought in her thought. mind. There's no thoughts in her mind that are coming out of it. I don't know why this is in my notes, but all I have is Meredith walking over like Caitlyn Jenner. Which it was when she was in the tie-dye set and she's like walking over, hunched over. And I looked at my boyfriend who's newer to Housewives, as you guys know. And I was like, she walks like Caitlyn Jenner. And he was like, well, she does. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, the also the background of them being in this pink motel. Like, the fact that she's wearing this outfit, that she's walking like this while the other ones are sitting like Glamazon Barbie dolls with their big fucking glasses. It's also like, goddamn hair. camp. And then Trixie is, we have Trixie fucking Mattel welcoming in, them into welcoming the motel. Welcoming in. And Mary being like, who is Trixie? <laughs> what is, is she own this Every, motel? And then she her being like, hi, Gorge. <laughs> hi, Gorge. Everyone's reactions too. And then like you have Meredith sit all the girls down and like give them gifts, you know, and she's purposely like walking around, like ignoring Angie because obviously the bitch doesn't have a gift for Angie. She wasn't fucking invited. Like why, it, why Angie, why do you think like you were going to have a gift, you know? And Angie's looking at her and then Angie tries to clock Meredith. And I loved Monica's reaction to this. Cause she's like, tries to clock Meredith, tries to clock the host. And Monica goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> so also just goes back to Monica's reactions at the crazy dinner where she's like really just like stop, stop. Angie, stop. I love I love a housewife where like when they're just blowing up at dinner and they're like stop it no no like I love I, I love that I, I don't like when they're all just sitting there and letting the fight happen I like when they're like this is chaos like we're it's true chaos know. let's get into so them doing the shopping for each other so meredith comes up with a plan of like we're gonna i'm sure also these women hated it like lisa especially because they packed like fab like lisa said i had more shoppers in the lawn like shopping for me for like weeks and like this is what we're getting so they had to go to thrift stores and shop for each other and when lisa's like i'm wearing this fucking nakashi manchi top and this skirt and meredith was like well that was her second outfit i like i don't know why she just went with it it was it was comic. It was bad. It I was, mean, it was good for like Coachella. 
It like, was... she would have looked cunt at Coachella. Me? Yeah. 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 In 2016, maybe. In 2016, you know, Vanessa like... Hutchins looking the Molly. Yeah. Those photos. <laughs> it's very an Austin Butler, Vanessa Hutchins, like, moment. Totally. You know? Also, when Heather was like, guys, I... I hate to say this. I hope it don't sound ridiculous. Oh, God. I kind of love her, Miss Heather Gay. Oh, my God. Her confessionals are funny. She's yeah. just truly leaning into mess. Like, yeah. no, like, playing the nice sweet girl. I think what's nice is, like, girl. she's not taking herself too seriously. Not at all. Yeah. When she was like, do you think Meredith wants to walk around in a double-breasted blazer and flared pants all day? She's <laughs> like, no, she wants to wear, like, a mesh top and a coin yeah. <laughs> so, I honestly, and we'll get into it at the dinner, but, like, Let's honestly let's get into the dinner because there was just well, so I want to talk about, really quick about more about Lisa for a second, like how she was painfully just grinning and bearing. Like, like she, yeah, she was complaining a little bit, but she was still like, you can tell she's like, I'm trying to make this work with Meredith, so I'm just gonna like, let I'm gonna this like happen. let it, yeah. And one of my like favorite quotes is like where she was like, <clears throat> "This is no longer a fun girls trip. This is like The Shining, and I'm trapped. And next thing you know, two twins are gonna knock at my door and say red rum." The way she said <laughs> red rum, I was like, "This is." So- somebody um tweeted that, and they're like, "Lana Del Rey's next album title," and I was like, ah! <laughs> "Camp, uh, take a drink every time I say camp." Yeah, camp. camp. I-, I liked how Annie clacked you on the last episode and was like, "Do you just like anytime there's something weird or like funny, you just call it camp?" Like. And we're like, well, yes. Well, yes, I do. Also, I just want to say, guys, I was not at my best last episode. Okay, I had a rough fucking day. I, there was so much going on in my fucking personal business life. Great, everything's great in my goddamn life. Beautiful home, beautiful boyfriend. Zach's in my beautiful home right now. I love his beautiful. Like Moa's had really like such a beautiful, nice, blessed summer, and I have been, <laughs> I've been crying my eyes out in Jersey for the past two oh, and a yeah. half months. And Zach has literally just like had the most like depressive, horrible summer of his life year. Honestly, the worst summer of and my life. My life is truly Selena Gomez wrapped in that Aztec blanket. I have fifty-five units of Botox freshly plumped <laughs> into my forehead that I got last Wednesday. I'm living my best life, making more money than ever, living in a high-rise luxury apartment with a man who loves me, and you know. I just wasn't on my game last episode to bring it full circle, and I want to apologize for that. So fuck Annie. Yeah, I was saying camp a lot. Love her, <laughs> but, but love her down. Like we don't say camp every every fucking episode. No, literally, it's just this is the real housewife, or it's about camp. Um, okay, let's get into this fucking dinner because it was truly what like housewife legendary scenes were made of. Like, if you want to talk about legendary dinner scenes, you can talk about the dinner from hell. You can talk about the Amsterdam dinner. You can talk about the Cartagena Roni dinner. I say that this goes into those categories. I say it's oh, like, yeah. from start to finish, it was a fucking epic. It was, it was like a goddamn, it was like that goddamn odyssey. Like, it was like fucking amazing. Like, I, like, I We truly... have like, Whitney who's kind of taking like, I think a very smart approach to this season. She's taking a back, she's still being messy, but a backseat to the mess, which I truly think she's just not getting blackout drunk and being messy because she is a good producer. She just is doing it better this season than she was. A little bit more polished. A little more polished. than, than, Than like last season where she's like in the lingerie and she's like, Heather, you said that about Lisa. <laughs> you said that she sucks dick at the jazz games. Like, Angie you know, Harrington. <laughs> Angie Harrington. Harrington. No, you and Angie Harrington. Like, it's like literally that. And then you got Heather going like, no, bitch, you lost me. Ah, <laughs> uh, like, so she is refined. I would say refined and messy. She's learning, um... The glow up in her mess is much like the glow up in her face and her body because Mama She's is so hot, hot, this hot down. Like the hair when they were at the beginning at the Trixie Motel, she looked so goddamn good. I'm like fuck. So Whitney starts with this messy game of like, let's do what was it? The there's well, the first game was like, what was it? Say something about yourself that 
not a lot of people know. And Mary and Meredith goes, okay, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. You know, when, it, when I used to come here as a child to visit my grandparents. <laughs> That's it? Bitch, Monica is across from you and she fucking slept with her brother-in-law for like two years. You know, like... But the way that Monica was like, I'm gonna... Elvis said this in our group chat, that she was gonna use this, which I didn't think of. She's gonna use it for the girls, use it against her because she knows that Heather was gonna spill it because Heather's the only one that knows. So she used it before the girls could truly use it against her and she just blurted out that I slept with my brother-in-law for 18 months and Meredith was like, no, let's talk about the logistics. Like, so what was, what kind of, what was your brother-in-law <laughs> like this? Like, what? And the fact that every time my head spins when she does get into logistics where it's like, it's my brother's sister's husband, which makes it 10 times worse. Okay, so it was her brother's, no, it, it was her brother's sister's husband. Okay. So brother-in-law. Do you I'm get it? No. Okay. Her brother, her brother's sister, or her husband's sister's okay. bro- husband. Now I'm- Okay, no, that makes that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were like I the brother's like, sister. I was like, wouldn't that be her sister too? Incest! <laughs> yes. Her husband's sister's okay, okay. husband. That's adding up now. Now okay. it's just so much more messy, but like- what did Meredith say about? Was it Meredith that was like, I, or I might have had, fucked half New York, but I crossed the line at in-laws? Yeah, in-laws. I, I might have fucked half New York, but I crossed the line at in-laws. Um, no, you got fucking Heather going like, I like birds. She was like, that's little turtle <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, I like birds. I like birds. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then, and then Mary is like, I had this bird. I stared at it all the time. Like, I'm like, she's like, no, is it, truly cool. She's like, it was weird. It was, it was always weird. wanted me to stare it in the eye. It was weird. <laughs> and then we get Whitney's second game, which is like kind of Rose and Thorn, but with the person next to what you. What was it? Warm and fuzzy and warm cold and, and prickly? Yeah. So name something warm and fuzzy about the person next to you and then something cold and prickly. And that's kind of like you see where all hell is breaking loose because the women are one drinking espresso martinis. Heather is five deep. And I know and allegedly also, there has, like, there were the creamy espresso martinis. So, you know, they were using Bailey's too. So, so it's double yeah, liquor. It's double and liquor. then I like how Mary was like, um, Heather, what's those things that we like? And she's like espresso martini. And she's like, yeah, one of those. <laughs> also was downing those, but also like, she was downing those. But I just want to say like the allegations of ketamine have been coming up and up. And the way that Meredith, just gave deep in a K-hole. And Heather gave also deep in a K-hole. Because one was speaking in every Dorit accent you could think of. And the other one was throwing up by the end of the episode. I, like, blowing chunks. Ketamine sisters down. What? Okay, can we please acknowledge... I know we're jumping a little bit of ahead here. But, like, when Heather is throwing up, there's a trickle underneath. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Does, uh, was I, she also pissing herself? That's what I want to know. Or I did she was... spill a water bottle or something? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did she just <laughs> knock something over? No, like, it was coming out. Because Whitney ran out no of There's no way they'd Whitney show her ran. just like pissing like that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Whitney, <laughs> ran. <laughs> Whitney ran out of Whitney that car ran so out of car. But they would like blur that out, wouldn't they? Like... I don't know. I think she pissed herself. Mm. I think she pissed herself. Heather, Heather's a mess. Heather's a mess. <laughs> we get more into the Heather and Angie, like the fact that they went to high school together and Heather being like, well, my prickly to you is that I just don't trust you. And then all the girls being like, <gasps> Monica was like, <gasps> but I think it's definitely because like 
Angie has been trying to get on the show and she's tried with every single every single cast and that's what she was saying like you were latched onto Jen that didn't happen you latched onto Lisa that didn't happen it's always so funny well I think that's false information it's always so funny how you have to kind of like read in between the lines yeah oh for sure what they can and cannot say and we'll get into that in OC with Heather and clearly reading in between the lines with Heather and the Instagram we'll get into that but you do have to read in the lines where they're always talking about when oh back in New York back in here and then we break down the Monica's prickly with Lisa was the fact that she won't shut the fuck up about the $60,000 ring. And Lisa at first is like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, totally. I get it. And then as Monica, Monica, and then she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I have money. And I'm like, maybe I work hard. Maybe you should work hard. Basically. Like, I'm sorry. It was kind of like Heather DeBrow. It was very much. It was the episode where she's like, well, I'm not going (laughs) to for having money. (laughs) We have a little guest star. We have a little dog. (laughs) <laughs> your little dog too <laughs> <laughs> but no I also really liked that Mary is not only being the comedic relief but she's also calling people out in a in a production standpoint no so totally like, so like in this scene where like Whitney and Meredith are kind of having it out and Meredith is like well like she kind of was like dodging a question and Mary's like no you did you said this and I was like, ooh, Mary. Yeah. Mary. Like the, me, the Mary being messy poo. It's kind of for one of the first times. Because she really. No, definitely. Because yeah. like, she never used to do she that. She learned the game. I do want to say that Mary learned the game as well. We talked about it last season. But the hair is so good. Yeah, the hair the is good. The hair is so good. Portia go naked hair. It's just, it's giving. I don't know if it is Portia, but it, it should be. Um, then we get into the blow up that is Angie and Meredith. With <laughs> Meredith is. Can I just say that Meredith is giving all-star level performance this season i mean she is truly like coming from like season one where she would not engage with anything she would run away from every single conflict she would get up from the table all the time like i the first thing i think of is like that vegas trip where she got up and she's like i'm not engaging i'm disengaging you know and she like gets up and runs away this she is like fully like camp as fuck she's wearing the most goddamn crazy outfits the dress is so bad her speech patterns alone deserve an oscar like i mean it's just Truly, such a performance. Where did the accent come from? Like, it was, it's wild. Ew. I just love talking in a Meredith Marks voice. Like, I I will be at the bar and I'm like, please, can I just get an espresso martini? (laughs) The fact that it went like like, full British so many times and then it wouldn't, you're just a a user. You're just a user. A user. And she's like, (laughs) my favorite, my favorite is when she starts going like, you know, like, we get the, like the she's like trying to kick Angie out of the table. You and she's like can, you can, can leave. leave. It was giving. You know what it was giving? It was giving Joan Crawford, Mommy Dearest. Very. It was like you know by the end of the dinner, like you had Monica looking around like fucking Christina, going like Jesus Christ. Like it's like <laughs> what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like it was giving. That's my favorite reaction video to use oh, when people talk about drugs because she has <laughs> all the bottle waking up from a bender. Jesus Christ! I literally used that last night. I was talking to my um, my roommate just left. My roommate. She's been the person that I've literally cried on my I've been crying on her shoulder all summer And so she went back to her hometown last night And I was talking to her dad Because he was helping moving her And I was like oh my gosh like this summer Like if you would have told me six months ago how this summer would have turned out I wouldn't have believed you and now I'm looking around like Christina With the powder on her face like Jesus Jesus Christ Christ. Like what the fuck happened But this whole thing though you can leave And then her getting up when when Angie's not leaving Angie's refusing to leave and she goes up to this poor waiter And is like Security security She needs to go I am the hostess of this party She's acting inappropriate And he's like 
uh, I'll see what I can do. And the fact, this is why I'm kind of loving Heather. Her confession of horse, she's like... He's going to get you a water. That, that's that's the waiter. He's going to get you a water. That is, And then the producers and editors coming in clutch where it says his name. Was it Chad? Not wait, waiter. Not security. Iconique. And then we get into where she's like, there's so much going on in the world right now. There are children that are going to be disabled for the rest <laughs> of their lives. I had to pause it and start... Howling! I was truly howling. I was like, like, what? I was like, what is going on? What is going on? Like, I that's the thing with Meredith is like she does do these things. Like Whitney is absolutely right. Like Meredith, like would be like, listen, like my friend has a son who's in college whose girlfriend is not passing her tests because her professor is fucking some other person. Like, and it's like, and it's causing me a lot of stress. <laughs> And you don't understand. I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, you There's pull this a out lot of going on There's in my life. I do want to give a little uh, nod to Angie. Because she was reading her down. She was like, one, I'm not leaving. She was like, two, what? Your jewelry that doesn't tell anything. And that's like, your like, jewelry that's covered in dust. Yeah. <laughs> that's when Monica drew the line. I was like, no, stop. You don't, go, you don't go after women's businesses. <laughs> I fold swaddles. I have a business. You know, I'm a businesswoman. You can't do that. It was too much. But then we get one... I think is probably like, all right, so if like if we're at the Oscars, right? If we're at the Oscars and they're like, best performance for a female like actress, like here are your nominees, and then it shows Meredith and it shows like the clip from the movie that is got her nominated for this award, it would show she wants to go there with the husband. We can talk about the rumors. <laughs> so don't Go there. Don't. And then she literally turns into, like, the fucking exorcist. Well, she was point, like sobbing five minutes before yeah, then and then she goes, clicks right out of it. When she goes, tell her to fuck off. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, where did that voice and come poor from? poor Lisa's like, I'm trying to repair my relationship with Lisa Meredith. Lisa looks so good. So I don't know what to do right now, but, like, this is not okay. Wait, can we really quick talk about the rumors? Like, what are the rumors? Gay? I think... <laughs> I think... I think, um... Uh, Angie's husband like tapped Brooks on Grinder or something, you know, like something like that. Like that's what Maybe. it's giving. It's yeah. giving like she's like you know, it, it's like. But Meredith was just on Watch Happens Live, and because they were like, "Do we want to talk about the rumors that you were talking about Angie's husband?" And she was like, "Oh, it never comes out. I never say it on camera." And then Andy was like, "Wait, there is something you say on the camera." And she's like, "I wasn't talking about that one." I think there was like there's I think two. There's so two. I think there's, there's the gay, there's the gay, gay one, and the then gay is what she doesn't talk about camera, and the money laundering and the um, Greek mafia. Also, guys, I don't know if you know this, but there's super deep tea that we haven't talked about yet. Um, Angie is Greek. <laughs> Be fucking for real right now. I was like, what tea? I literally used to see my eyes. I was like, what tea are you talking about? I made Zach a vodka soda as soon as he got it. And his eyes were wide. And he's like, no, what? What? I was like, she's Greek. You didn't know. No, I had no idea. Yeah, feta cheese and olives. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Anyways. We get, so... That they're all like, okay, let's get up and let's go. And then we get the moments on the Sprinter van where these women truly come to life. Like, one would think that our favorite moments would be from the unhinged dinner. No, 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 ma'am. My favorite moments were from that Sprinter van. Can we really quick talk about um, Danny Pellegrino's tweet where he was like, where the, where the, when and where the Bravo cast does their best work? Uh, Salt Lake, Sprinter vans, Beverly Hills, dinner parties, Roni, Bluestone Manor. Atlanta had me cackling. Atlanta, whenever the cast is wearing pajamas, 
Orange County, Mexico, New Jersey, Posh Fashion Show, and then Potomac is everywhere slash Giselle's home when it wasn't done. And I'm like, that is just so <laughs> The pajamas perfect. one is honestly, honestly, fucking off. And it's true, because, like, I mean, remember, like, everyone thinks about the pajama party, but, like, honestly, like, some, like, when he said that, I thought of, I like, thought of, like, Nini. Bolo, I thought of, um, I thought of Nini walking out with the, not the titties, Nini, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kim. Yes, that in the, were Canada, were they in the we're, Yeah, we're there in, like, Canada, and she's like, she's like, Cynthia, yeah. Cynthia. She's Bob like, Marley. She's like, Cynthia, you bald ass scanning <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but the Sprinter Van is this Sprinter Van performance. I mean, so we get so this is kind of where Whitney also starts being messy and she's like, Meredith, you which Zach had already kind of alluded to, like you anytime that there's something going on, there's something deeper in your life that you can't talk about and this, that, and the third, and like what did Whitney say when he basically that the professor yeah, she said like a like, long thing where like my Amazon package got delivered and it was kind of messed up and it was broken and now it's really causing me pain yeah. and drama. Chick, that's kinda of, it's a cop out in there. It's like sobbing in Monica's arms. It is ketamine performance down. I mean, there's nothing else that can explain also, that but like, red wine. Why and a are we just like ignoring the ketamine stuff? Like I think they're just like, yeah, they do it. <laughs> it's like, fine, whatever. We do they just it. went from like, like, you know, there was ketamines and bathtubs. And they're like, which one are we going to fight about? Bathtubs. Because I think they were like, let's just not get into it. Because I think Whitney probably partakes in some fun too. And like, oh, like of yeah. course. And hers not might be a different type. She's got a stripper pole in her house and she's yeah. friends with drag queens. Like, of course she's doing K. Yeah. Okay. You know. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, this Sprinter van, I mean, you don't see, the, the funniest part about it is like, you don't see Mary talking. It's off camera the entire time. And, and <laughs> she's like, She's going, I mean, she is punching. She's like, you've got, you go down in the gutter with me. You've gone low. My favorite, (laughs) this is how you know that you're getting, okay. This is how you know you're getting like good performances from these women based on their vocal inflections with Salt Lake. So with Whitney, it's always like, no, Heather, that's not true. Like she freaks out like that with Meredith. It's like, do you want to talk about this? Do you want to talk about that? With Mary, (laughs) there's like an inflection that Mary does where she's like, she's like, no, you don't go there. You, the, it's the, almost the like Lord a pastor. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like she is being so like she's yelling at her. Yeah, choir. it's like yeah, it's like she's yelling at yep. the choir, and she's like, "You don't know you. You called me a pornography." <laughs> and then she said it like five times. To you you called me. You called, called me, me a pornography, <gasps> sweetheart. Oh, pornography. What's you said you were afraid for your family for me. What's you went all the way to the ground. You went. You you told the whole group you want to take me down. Mary, you I, went to the dirt. No, for me. I did not. Yes, say you that. did. I never said you do porn. Pornography. I didn't. I didn't porn. say I porn. You said. You just said pornography. No, you called. I should call me Heather. What was it? Predator. Mary. Predator. You called me and my husband a predator. You talked about my family. You got in the gutter. Low. Pornography. And Whitney's like, Mary, I never said you did porn. And she's like, <laughs> I'm not talking about porn. And Heather, the moment of, yeah, the mo- that's the moment of the episode. This is my favorite her. part. Heather, what did she call me without skipping a beat? Predator. <laughs> Heather, Heather lifts herself up out, at, like, out of this like drunken haze. She's like totally down in the dumps, lifts her head up with the side, with the hat looking like this. I'll <laughs> it. Her, her trucker hat, like Ed Hardy shit. And she's just like, Predator. Without missing us. And then wait, when she first said, you called me pornography, Monica was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Monica was like, I, I would have been like, I would have. I love had, that Monica didn't leave the, didn't leave. Yeah, she's like, I'm, in, I'm here for the show. But I wouldn't have had that reaction. I would have been like, pornography <laughs> which, which one did she call you, you know, like, but like someone on twitter said that like heather lifting her head up like that was like regina and mean girls when she's like crying and she's like 
fat whore. <laughs> Wait, oh my god. What did she what did she write in the book? Fat whore. Oh my god. It was that was the moment of it for me. And then Whitney running out. Salt Lake guys, they are they're three for three. three like, for this, three. Season this season is truly and someone did a tweet earlier. It was like unpopular opinions, and they were like, Housewives should have like a net worth of over eight figures to join the cast. Like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Because Monica is the shining example of that. Monica, Ashley Darby, fucking Whitney, like the broke ones really the ones that have something to lose. The ones that the- if this check, this main check that is their check is stripped from them. Like, they're fighting for their goddamn lives. But the thing is, they have something to lose and nothing, nothing to, to lose. Get, yeah. Nothing and something. They have everything to lose and nothing to lose at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the ones that have, like, things to protect, like Denise Richards or even Heather Dubrow, like, they have fortunes to protect that they're like, no, 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 I'm not getting that Those don't make dirty. the best housewives all No, the, the best I mean, ones even are... even though we are, I'm very team Heather this is Dubrow. The, this, in this house, mama... We are team Nancy Pants. In Bushwick, Brooklyn, right here, <laughs> where we are, we are team Heather Dubrow. And... Without being said, let's get into the Real Housewives of Orange County. I am upset. I've never had my back in these situations. I've never had your back. You talk shit. I'm behind my back. I'm really done. I'm done. The moment Tamara says, I called her a loser, you're going to believe that from the one you're warning me against. Sometimes I feel like with with Tamara, not everybody's eyes are open. Noted. You are fake friends. There's no reason for that. Wait, so we talk to each other. I can't be around him. It's so toxic. I'm crying. Not only how they were treating Heather, but just as a woman to a woman, I've matured so much and realized what's really important in life, and it's not this. We're done. Come here. I can't stand. They're so mean to me. But I'm done with the show. I'm out. I'm done. I would never put up with it. No, wait a minute. What the f*** is going on? It's chewing at her. Leave her alone. I don't like being the scapegoat. I think it's bullshit. I I don't like it. You're not going to come back to the table. I genuinely thought she liked me. I thought she liked me, too. That's why I'm upset about this. Like, I have been a good friend to Heather. I can't force Heather to be a good friend. And if she's not willing to be a good friend, then I'm done. What else can I do at this point? It's getting, like, pathetic. We're still in Playa del Carmen. The girls are still in Mexico. And like you just read off, OC is their best when they're in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Those women, I I did watch this in the backseat of an Uber today. I had a lot of, that's how busy my fucking life is. I literally watched all of OC. I picked this bitch up from a doctor's appointment. I waited 40 minutes in the goddamn parking lot. I had to get my Adderall. Okay, 40 minutes in the goddamn parking lot in New Jersey, then drove an hour to Bushwick. It's been a day. It's been a day. We've been here. All I want to start this off by saying is, Emily, let go of the fucking snuffleupagus. Like, you know what you look like, girl. Like, stop playing. Okay, can we talk? Like, that is the that is such a read. The fact that, like, they're not... No, like, I wouldn't let it go if I was Emily. I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> you. That is not a... That's not anywhere... That is a read. That is yeah, a read. Yeah, but also, like, it's not reading to the rest of the room where they're just like, girl, let it go. Like she's I mean, continuously bringing it up and no. I mean, yeah, at, at, at a certain point, let it go. But like, I would still be like, bitch. I want to talk a about. Snuffleupagus. Have you seen that? That is, it's, it's like a woolly mammoth on Sesame Street. Well. well 
Rose. I'm just saying. I mean, Emily's giving all star. And she is giving all star. Like, honestly, she. Yeah, and she looks incredible now. And she did back then too. We've always said Emily's looks great. Um, I do want to talk about the happy endings of it all. I did not know that this is the apparently how you get it. You put your legs up, and when she said they just you know start to pat, and then they keep patting, you're like, oh, it feels good. Go back, go back there. <laughs> what I mean, is, how else would you get it? Well, what do they say? Up? Well, you know, bueno, bueno. Like <laughs> it's like when you're getting a massage. Like is this is this okay? Is this good? Bueno, bueno, bueno. The, okay, I never let me let the record show. I never want to hear Vicky Gunvalson complain about someone being like, uh, like gross, like with like sexual things. Yeah, like, she's come like, so far from being could, like. My brain just short circuited. <laughs> <laughs> Why could I not think of like what's the word? What's the word that I'm thinking of? Scandalous? I don't know. Like inappropriate? Inappropriate? Yeah. I well, I could, I could, there was a Which million other words. I just like, I was like, gross. <laughs> just disgusting. Foul. No, I never want to hear Vicky trying to be like, paint herself as a prude ever again. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I, I like, like, the bitch literally said, I love an orgasm. Like, the, like she literally is When like, she was like, it happened twice. First time was in Laguna. Like, <laughs> oh my, Laguna. Laguna. Bitch. Like, Apparently, you put your legs up like frog legs. You have your ankles touch, and they go to town. And when Heather was like, "Is there only like just hands? Like, what else is going?" That's on? That's what I'm always wondering. Is it just the fingers, or is it, was there like a little tongue? <laughs> <laughs> and then, is someone eating Vicky's kitty? Is what okay. I want to know. <laughs> not that. Honestly, we have a great episode title, but if not, well, that would be a good one. Um, if. Who's want, eating Vicky's kitty? That's what the who's title yeah. Is. Who's eating Vicky's kitty? <laughs> I want to know. Like, also, she lost me when she was like, "How much is a massage?" She's like, well, forty dollars. And then she's like, "Well, how much you did?" When she was like, hundreds. She's like, a couple hundred. This is Vicky's. This is Vicky's strip club. Okay, this is her like going to the strip club. Like, this is her dropping some like of that Koto insurance money. Money. Okay, she's a working girl. Remember? She's a working girl. She deserves it. She deserves it. Um, also, I mean, this is just Vicky's episode. Her starting the mess with Jennifer, which is just so awkward. Anytime that they're together, and what did we we quoted it earlier when we were driving, and she's like, <laughs> "I left a loser for a good man. Yeah, I, I left a good man for a loser, and I regret it every day." You should go. You ruined your marriage and your five kids. It's like what? Like yeah, she was like going in, and then I like I like Gina being like, "You can't just say that." Okay, like no, like Gina actually had some like shining moments for me. But also, this, this is episode. a re- reading in between the lines moment where she's like, "You can't say that. You can't come on our cast trip. You're not on the cast, and attack a cast member. Like, you can't attack a girl who's vacation this season. It's not your vacation." Gina had another moment where like. uh in the beginning of the episode where they pick up, where, like, Tamara's just, like, Tamara is not letting Jen fucking breathe, period. No. Okay. Tamara is, like, gunning for this girl. I felt so bad for her. And then she's, like, I don't sugarcoat, sh- sugarcoat shit. And Gina's, like, yeah, but sprinkle a little bit in there. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Like, you know, like, which I do want to bring up really quick, because Mo talked about this on the podcast last week, was that Mo has had run-ins with Bravo Lebs at work I, too, have had some run-ins with Bravo Loves at work now that I'm in, di- in a different industry. And I, too, <laughs> have run into Jennifer Pajanti. And I just want to let the record show that she was so fucking sweet. She was the nicest person I fucking, like, one of the nicest, like, Bravo Loves I've, I think I've ever met. Mo was like, she was an asshole. I was like, she gave me a big-ass hug. Like, I loved her. She was so sweet. 
she was an asshole to me anyways. <laughs> I, could, I could not have been bothered with her. She also looked like she stunk. I was over her. Oh um, my god. The hair she was looked, matted was, and ratted. She was really cute when I met her, so. But if you're out there, open opportunity to come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll schedule the interview with me and that mo. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, yeah, that's when I don't need to be a part of. That's one that y'all are all great with. <laughs> I, I think that Vicky has the same like disdain and hate for Gina that Mary has for Whitney. Because it's kind of like weird out of nowhere. It's like Vicky hates her, hates her down even more than Emily. Like she truly was when she was like, "You just sh- shut up, don't talk to me." Stay out of it. Yeah, and she's like, "You're the one who's starting she it." She truly thinks she's beneath her. She's like, don't don't talk to me. Like, yeah, but no, you're attacking her. You can't just come in, okay, and attack her like that. And then I like how Emily. This is what we needed. We needed your Gina back. I, we we need needed Gina back. This podcast has been missing my impressions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here to let. When Beverly Hills is back, you have to come back. I know. Back. Of times for your to read. Oh, uh, of course. But no, like, Vicky, like, going in and, like, but I did like Emily. Really? Really? <laughs> I, like, I did like Emily being, like, she didn't attack her. Like, I like, yeah, I, yeah. like I like how Emily is, like, BFFs with Gina, but can also be, like, Gina, yeah. no. Gina, no. But, yeah, I like how Emily can just pick it up and be, like, Gina, girl, listen, I'm not on your side right now. But, like, the whole Vicky, that whole lunch thing, Tamara is just... I feel bad for Jen. I do. I think it's like Tamara. Yeah, when she like, was on the phone with Taylor and she was like. It's like a little overkill. Yeah, but also the fact that she does truly. And then in her confessional, she had that moment where she was like, I miss my marriage. I like shouldn't have done this. Because it's like realizing it when she was like, if anything comes out and it's not from your mouth, I'm going to fucking come undone. Like, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, lose like, it. She's like, I, like, you can feel. She truly doesn't know no, if this affair think, was one time or a year. I think that's what's bothering me yeah because it's like listen i i love jen down like i think she's one of the best additions oc has had in years but i truly feel i feel like we need to like she's like a shell of herself almost like i feel like and there's there's that miss pedranti's in there somewhere that cunty jennifer pedranti and i feel like ryan is like holding that back and she's like a shell of herself and she's like being afraid to like stick up for herself coming from someone who just got out of a relationship where I felt like I couldn't do that. I feel like she's in that spot and I want her to just like, if you have any doubt in your mind and you can see it in her eyes, like she has a doubt there. She is not. Oh no, she doesn't know. She's not fully sold on Ryan. And, and Ryan has that look of like, I'm not lying to you with like a grin on his face. And it's like, you are totally lying. Yeah. You're absolutely lying. And that's the thing is like, that's what I'm saying. That's why she wanted he wants to- the Bravo check. He wants, uh, I don't know what he wants. He and the wants- fame. He's like a loser. He's like he's the like way he dresses, fucker. like that fucking denim jacket with like the cheetah girl print on it. Like, like, come on, Galleria, sit down. Like, like, like- <laughs> which <laughs> you sisters, we stand together. Oh, we haven't had a karaoke. We make a perfect family. So we don't <laughs> So different. Okay. Different you know. colors. Anyway. Anyway, cha. Um, no, I mean, that's what I'm trying to get at is the fact that, like, she truly, Tamara is so good at manipulating and she knows that Tamara knows the same people that they know. So she doesn't know if this man is, has done the things and Tamara has the insight and she's like, oh, I'm not truly aware. Like, I might be boo boo to fool right now. And that's why, and poor Taylor, just trying to get him wherever she can. Taylor's like, oh, yeah. I do think that those two have gotten like close, it seems though. But like Well, her and Shannon have gotten really close too. I know. We need Taylor back, so I don't think we've seen anything that she's had to give since Montana. Which pause. We didn't really have like our like normal, that's my opinion, this episode. And we do need to talk about Oh, we need to topic. talk about I also want to talk about we know the hot topic we're gonna talk about, but I was at 
the Bravo talk show, which watched it happen live. And, and someone did ask Andy the question, how do you feel about Shannon? And this was like two days ago. And he said, sad. And he was like, I'm glad no one was hurt. And then like quickly moved along. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what happened, which I'm sure you all do, but we're just going to paint the picture for you. If you have not been on the interwebs lately, um, Shannon Bedore, uh, got a DUI over the weekend on Saturday, I think it was, right? It was on Saturday, yeah. Apparently, Alexis, she was at the same place as Alexis Bellino. Okay, get Alexis Bellino on season 18. Literally. Like, like she's, it makes sense to have Alexis Bellino on. She's, like, really good friends with Emily. She's clearly got beef with Tamara and Shannon because of the whole, like, Jim Bellino lawsuit. Like, there's shit there, like... Get Gina. I forgot about yeah, that lawsuit. No, that's why Alexa said because of this thing. She was like, "I didn't talk to Shannon because I think Shannon's mad at me about the whole Jim Bellino thing because I didn't say anything." And she was like, "I was just trying to like be there for her or whatever." But like, or I don't know what she said. She said something like, "I was just trying to keep it cordial and blah blah blah." I saw her. Um, there's another rumor. Did you hear about this rumor? Okay, well, let me. Yeah, Shannon, let's finish Shannon, the story. Shannon got a DUI over the weekend on Saturday. She literally was flying like fucking like Harry Potter. If you guys have seen, apparently she went to John's house. They had a fight. Uh, What I'm hearing is that she didn't leave the restaurant drunk. Like she didn't drive from wherever she was drunk. Like she went to John's, they got into a fight and then he let her leave. Okay, but why did John let her leave? That's my That's the thing. Yeah. But like, but she was driving that car, baby, Tokyo Drift. (laughs) Tokyo, she Tokyo drifted around Mario Kart Rainbow Road. And as as a Mario Kart enthusiast. I got that switch right there. You see it? Um, she was, yeah, no drifting. She, yeah. was just, she, she, she ran into slammed, someone's house yeah. and apparently the car was so fucked up that she parked it. Archie was with her, guys. Let's Ar- take a pause like, for that. Let's take a pause for Archie. For Archie. Prayers for Archie. CPS is on their way. <laughs> uh, PPS is on their way. Child Protective Services, if you don't know. If you don't know, yeah. <laughs> no, I know what it means. <laughs> Why don't you bring it up? Um, CPS. Yeah, Child Protective services. services. That's like my favorite Taylor line of the season. Child Protective Services. Um, so apparently, Archie was with her. She took Archie for a walk, and the police stopped her, and she was like, no, I'm just walking my dog. And they were like, no, no ma'am. you just slammed her to somebody's house. Yeah, you just slammed to someone's house. Your car's destroyed down the street we've ran the plates jail there's also footage that's been released of her driving away of like kid like two guys not kids two guys recording like damn this person's drunk like get his plates get his plates it's bad, it's bad. but it's mugshots not being released apparently she has connections with newport police and body cam footage is not being released apparently because allegedly what? I don't want to like. Wanna be and also, she did say on the police report that she was 130 pounds, and I'll just leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right there. Allegedly, um, allegedly the alleged. <laughs> say it again, bitch, and we ain't getting sued. Allegedly, you coming on as a guest and getting the sued, bitch. Allegedly, destroy the house you built. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> allegedly. Her face is like fucked up, but not from the car. Allegedly, someone said that there was a dispute between her and John. Ooh, but the first photos we've seen were of her back going into John's home. Mm -hmm. So John is with her. Mm -hmm. I have not seen such a toxic relationship in like, I don't even know. I can't even think of another like Hollywood or reality couple that's like that volatile. Those two are like 
they nothing about them needs to be together well no i feel like it's like a little bit more secretly volatile though like we never really see it on camera it's just like a weird tension yeah, you know she, yeah like it's like, like i weird, can't talk about john like it's like a weird time no i Tara, have never about john. i have I never related more to shannon bedore when she said listen i have a normal relationship i just have arguments with my boyfriend that paralyzed me i was like <laughs> i have never <laughs> i was like i have never related more to a statement on bravo tv than that in my entire life no guys literally when zach was on this short whirlwind of a romance there was like crippling arguments that would leave him paralyzed yeah and i'm like, like, Girl. like i think i was like with elvis one time in chicago and i literally like ran out like in tears <laughs> bless you thank you and i was just like <laughs> bless you thank but you. yeah that was like paralyzing no i know i got the calls from everyone that was at that party after <laughs> zach, zach just ran out is he okay it's like i don't know i'm gonna get I'll call him. It was a mess, but you know, you live and you learn. But and I thought, well, Miss Shannon needs to live and learn. There's also rumors that she's going into rehab. I don't know. I think, girl, there's, I don't know. I feel like that's the scapegoat of like, Shannon obviously has a problem and needs to, but I think that the problem is emotional and she's using alcohol as a scapegoat. I don't think she's an alcoholic. I think she she's just. She's just in her Luann era. I think she's in her Luann era, but I also think that Luann might have been in her Um See, I didn't think that Luann really But was. you know you, what? You notice that Luann really just, like, lost it. Like, she did have, like, what do they call it? A pirate's leg? That's, some, that's what they call it, right? I don't know. What that's, are you talking about? It's like a pirate's leg when you can drink or something like that. I don't know if I'm Jax tailoring it or Ramona singering it right now. But it's like when you can drink so much, like a wooden leg. Like, you know, like you can, you sound like a pirate. Like, you're able to put yourself together. And people don't know you're drunk, uh, okay, but you're okay. wasted all the time. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I would think, like, a pirate's leg would be, like, a... I don't know. It's something like that. But, um, I mean, one of my favorite moments of all time, If I hope Shannon stops drinking and then we get this moment, like, uh, re, like uh, reenactment of uh, in Roni when Sonia's like, uh, no, Luann cannot drink without me. <laughs> I need Vicky. I to love edit. to party with my girl Lou. I need, I need a Vicky moment it like is, that where she's like, she's like, no, Shannon shouldn't, shouldn't be drinking. Unless we're on the lace in Mexico. <laughs> You know, like, literally. We need, you know, we need exactly that. Uh, it's like, let's just talk about the episode just a little bit. I mean, it's also kind of eerie to see like Shannon drinking because you're like, woof, kind of like, yeah. Like, it's getting to the point where it's like a little like concerning. I mean, not getting to the point. It's, it's at the point. She, it's ran, at the, she ran her car into a house. Yeah, like, she, it's it's at the point. Not not, not to let, laugh at it and make light of the situation. Yeah. Like someone could have really gotten hurt. She could have really gotten hurt. And um, there was no Archie could have really gotten Archie, hurt. Mama, Archie, Mama, Archie. Prayers for Archie. Honestly, I heard that he was going to be on Good Morning America this week. Oh my gosh! So I did, no, I heard sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's gonna have an interview with him. Were you silenced? Were you silenced or were you silenced? <laughs> Not the mark. Let's get into, I mean, the Heather stuff. So it's just like everyone's continuously attacking Heather. There's a moment about the Instagram follows where Heather's like, we're another reading in between the lines we were talking about where she's like, yeah, I unfollowed all of you on Instagram. Once I left this friend group, once I came back, I refollowed. And she just followed Gina or Emily again. I get those two confused um five seasons and i don't know who the fuck they are anyways and it just seems like like she said like they're beating a dead horse like they won't let me just like like leave me alone it's like i want to go on the ship then we get the hot mic moment of her crying and being like i hate every single one of them i hate, I hate them all. all i hate these women i want to go i mean on. we even get her like being like i'm done with to, the show almost trying to quit on the show she's like breaking the fourth wall you know it's like it, at first it started like i hate these bitches and then it turned into like i'm done with the show yeah, and I mean, it, I I mean, I feel for her. She's like, it's like, like she said, I'm not going to be the scapegoat. Nothing that she can say 
is like it's it's everything she says is just being like scrutinized like just unjustly you know it's just like very i don't know it's odd and i just she's not gonna apologize for having money guys sorry that so we have that moment where she's talking with taylor and taylor's like she's like should i open up to taylor no she's i shouldn't probably not but but what are my options here yeah i got nobody literally so she's talking to taylor about it and taylor's like i think it's everyone it's like the money it's the money thing and she's like well i'm not gonna apologize (laughs) for having money Taylor's like well i wouldn't either nor should you yeah like bitch what you're gonna fucking come at me because i'm rich Uh, i mean what made me cackle the most was the losers thing because it was also reminiscent of roni with the she loan she called you a loser what did she call me a loser well, if I'm a loser, then the rest of the world must be pretty bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly one of my favorite Roni moments of all time. And her being like, no, I didn't call you guys losers. I was talking about Noella and Jennifer. I loved that moment. And also, wait, can we talk about how, like, everyone was just, it was almost like, yes, that is the most logical. Like, Gina, let's take two beats and take a step back. At the situation at hand, what is the most logical scenario possible that heather who had nothing but a good season with you last year came to BravoCon and called you a loser or she called noella a loser who she fucking hated and then do we even remember jen armstrong like no no there was also another moment under her breath when they like brought up the loser thing again and she was like um she whispered like i called noella a loser (laughs) like okay this man y'all are really that moment where she was like, I got no loser. <laughs> like, she just keeps whispering it under her breath. We get Heather storming off, Vicky crying, and it's like, you're beating her up. Everyone's attacking her. I loved how Vicky was like, I can't be a part of the fighting. I hate fighting. I hate fighting. And then it just cuts to literally like four screens of her where she's like, I got it. Like, just Vicky screaming. I'm sorry. No bueno. Very sorry that I don't do that. It's very uncomfortable for me to be around people fighting. I've never liked it. I don't want to be around it. Like it's just, it's not who I am. Really? I can't be around it. Why did you? Get her off my show. Get her off my show. I like when she's like, fuck off. Like I'm like Vicky, you are like, you're the. You're the George Washington of housewife fights. Like, hello, you're the OG. Well, we finally got this moment too that made kind of everything blow up where Heather has been waiting all season of like not blaming Tamara for everything. And she's like, no, Tamara, like it was actually you. And I've been like not saying it, but it's you. Like you're the one that set it at BravoCon. Like the loser thing was like in passing about Noella and Jennifer. Like it truly feels like the gang up of Heather. We have the walk off moment where she's like, I'm done with the show. Like fuck this. I'm done. I'm not going to be their scapegoat anymore. Never forget how I'm the one that was at BravoCon that triggered them to like have that interaction where they had to talk about possibly their beef. And also, like, but though you did you see the post reunion photos where her and Tamara and Taylor went out? Yeah, so they so must have made up. Like, they must have made up. I don't know. I they think know what to do. They, they know, know what, what to, to do. do. Heather cannot leave this show, guys. She is. I mean, we get Vicky back, of course, and I think that Heather is just like quintessential OC now. I think that OC does not thrive unless Heather Dubrow, Vicky Gunvalson, Shannon Bedore, and Tamara Judge are on the cast. Yes, and I think we get Alexis Polino contract. Like, now! I loved my my favorite part of the episode, and then we'll wrap up OC, but my, one of my favorite parts of the episode, because I really do like watching the OC ladies have fun and be kooky, was like them trying to cross over to that table on the net, and it was reminding Shannon of the rope. Oh my god! And Shannon was like, no, don't touch me! Like, people are like coming over to help her. Shannon! My finger! Shannon! 
that is truly. I mean, we're just top like, ten OC it's moments. A top ten OC moments. She had it. My finger. It's like, ow, it hurt. <laughs> you're my finger, Shannon. Shannon but, sorry, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. know. Get away from me. I remember the rope. <laughs> I don't need to prove this to anybody. I'm good. I'm strong. I don't need to. My finger's gone. Ow. Shannon, step back. Help. You're hitching your head. Shannon, you're not going to like that. I'm afraid I'm going to just. <laughs> don't touch me. This is the shortest Come on, way. Shannon. Just one at a time. Who's going? You. Me. Said two concordant. No, she said one. Did you say one? Don't push me. Don't push me. I'm, I'm not good. I'm don't. Don't touch me. You can only have one on a net. Oh. Did you do it? She doesn't know that you didn't walk across. Don't touch me. Don't. Oh my God. No. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh God, Shannon's on the ground. Oh, and her spanks are showing. Shannon, you can walk around. Is that place look beautiful though. Oh, yeah. I, that looks fab. I was like, I want to go there. I want to go there too. Yeah. Well, OC, fab. OC is having, I, I haven't been able to, guys, I haven't been able to talk about any of these housewife shows with you guys. I just want to give you a quick update. I think Atlanta was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I finish said, the season? No, <laughs> I'm like 10 episodes behind. It was so bad. And Listen, if I didn't have to record every week, I wouldn't have finished. Listen, it and that's that's. I was so thankful when I took a break because I got to take a break from Atlanta. <laughs> that's how I started my healing journey. It was holding me back, much like Sheree's healing journey. Yeah, well, you, you might not have even. Gotten I didn't there. even think I got to that point, but like OC has been having a ten out of ten season. Like it is just the best season since season eleven. If you disagree, you're wrong. Like I just like it's so good. Okay, it's so good. And now. We get to talk. I get to talk about Roni on this podcast. You get to for talk the first about time. new Roni for the first time. I quickly want to mention this. We're probably going to get deeper into this like next week, for my opinion. But the cast for Trader season two was announced. Tamara Judge is on it. Phaedra Parks is on it. Larsa Pippen is on it. Sheree Whitfield is on it. Mercedes is on it. Is that the only five? Yeah. Those are the Those five, are the five bra- Bravo lives. But let's, let's, let's the get into the big people. brother. Okay, people. we got Janelle. Janelle. Dan. Dan. Like, like, we are in for a Okay, and if season. you're a Survivor fans, I know most of you are, we have my, like, the two icon legends, the best people to play Survivor and win Survivor. Suri is one of the best people to play Survivor and not win Survivor. But we have Parvati Shallow and Sandra Diaz Twine. And then if you were going into everything that it's about Bravo loves, you know we love Drag Race and Peppermint! And it's if you're, fashion. It's fashion. If you, but is it fashion? Not the fracking. Not, if you love the challenge, like I know most of you do, we have like Johnny Banana CT. We have who is one of the most unhinged monsters to ever be on television, Trishelle from the real world, who the last time she was on the challenge, she fought with Anissa and was very problematic and said, you don't know if you're Jewish or black. So, <sighs> and then called her a stripper and was never seen on TV again. And now she's coming back. Just wow. thinking of... I have chills. Chills. I they have to make Phaedra a traitor because she would win it all. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone on Twitter was like, they can't make Sheree a traitor. Uh, a traitor. Like that bitch, like stutters when she lies. Like two, like she's gonna, they're she's gonna get ta- caught like two seconds in. Two seconds like, in. I don't know, no murder. They're like, I think Sheree's a traitor. What? No. What now? Like also, where I were mean, you the other night? I was in the faithful lounge. <laughs> making a good cheese. <laughs> No, like Think I, about the looks that Phaedra's going to pull. Oh, I know. Uh, Phaedra, Larsa, Luke's. I can uh, just see tra- uh, Phaedra being like, no, I'm a traitor. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not accustomed to lying, y'all. You know, like, I can just see, like, it's just going to be so uh, fucking good. You have Tamara being like, I'm not a traitor! I said I'm a traitor! 
all these eliminations are gonna hurt because there's so many people that we love on there. Like Janelle, Parvati are like, I'm I can't. Janelle's God. gonna Janelle and watching Janelle and Dan play a game again is gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. And I think that they're gonna be able to eat because they're not big person like Janelle's not a big personality. Yeah. Like she's able to be subdued. Anyways, guys, let's hear Zach talk about the new Roni for the first time. Let's get into the Real Housewives of New York City. Okay, to scream in someone's face like that. It's not. Like, it's not. I know. Like, thank you for ruining my last day. You don't scream in my face like I'm not a child. You're right. I'm sorry. I was very rude. Take a minute. I mean, this girl is my friend. This is the first conflict I've ever had with her, and it's the worst conflict I've ever had in my life. Like, I have no idea what's going on with her. And I didn't even know she had this side. The sunglasses of it all. <laughs> Those Elias sunglasses were snatched off mama's face faster than she could fucking blink. Where do you fall on the phone sunglass debacle? Okay, so let me just like start, give, give y'all a quick update on what I think about the new Roni and how I feel about it. Because you guys know that I am a Roni stan. I am true to the original lore of Roni. The Ramona, the Luann. I mean, we got Bethany Frankel, even though she's a fucking goddamn monster right now. I just like cannot stand her. But Roni has always had a special place in my heart. You know, you guys know it's me and Modesto's favorite show of all time, like period, like any show. Um, so I had my reservations coming into the season of Roni. I did. <laughs> but I will say the girls are learning. The girls are learning and they are knowing how to make a good show. And I'm going to, um, you know, on this podcast, when I was on before, I used to, like, accost some of the uh, people on the Twitter, and I'm going to accost again. Yeah. I'm going to give y'all a lesson, because if you guys fuck up this new Roni, I'm going to be really mad at you, since you fucked up the last one. And listen, there has to be a villain on the show. There has to be a villain on the show. I don't give a, I don't, I don't give a fuck until you're blue in the face. If you hate Aaron, Dana Leachy, okay? That mother, she is mothering. Or Jessel. Right like, or Jessel's Jessel. mothering. They are giving villain tease okay they like aaron is giving mean girls newsflash she's supposed to be the mean girl she's supposed to be the bully that is fine like it is completely fine when you take that in literature if in, in literature you have an antagonist you have a protagonist you're supposed to hate the antagonist but they're not supposed to be out of the story because that's what moves the story along so in the debacle of the sunglasses with uba and aaron i think both are at fault i think that Aaron was just playing a, a little prank. And I think some of you guys who are like freaking out on Twitter, like she is alone in a country without her phone. First off, she and she's also surrounded people. by a ton of camera crew and production. And she's a wealthy woman and she's with her fucking friends. I think she and was the just phone was gone mad. for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, no, I think it was longer than 45 minutes because she took it when they got home. The time said 10.40 p.m. And fucking, then it was 1, okay, 1 a.m. But if I was Aaron, I'd be like, bitch, like, I saved your phone. Like, your, your dumbass left it in the back of the Uber. Like, hello. Like, I, like, I would have... I think that she. it was just a joke taken too far. And I think that... Listen, I'm on team drama. I love that it was I'm a mess. Team drama. I'm, we're always team drama here. On, Listen, and don't, ever, little, don't ever ask me who's team I'm on because I'm on team drama. Would I be a little irritated if someone took my phone? Sure. But I would not have been as 
the way that she was ignoring her all morning and the fear in Aaron's eyes. Like Aaron was like, so well, because like I, I like, okay, scared. have you guys? Let's be real. Like, take a step back when you watch some of these shows and imagine yourself on a cat strip. Not even a cat strip. Just imagine yourself on vacation with your friends. Okay, if you're on vacation with someone that you think is your friend, and all of a sudden I have anxious. Um, that's something I learned in my breakup because um, <laughs> I have a really bad anxious attachment style and I learned that I have it with like everybody. Like if I don't yeah. get a text back from like one of my friends, I immediately go to that. They're mad at me for something. Not that they're like busy. Like I immediately yeah, go to the worst, the worst. Me. So I'm like, they fucking hate me. So if I was and then all of a sudden like fucking Uba's walking down and is like not looking at me and I'm in a house with her, like it's like only six of us for the next like three days, you know, we're in like fucking Anguilla. Like, I'd be like, okay, oh my god, like I fucked up, like shit, like is she really that mad? Like I didn't think it was like that, that serious, you know? Or that moment where she comes down and sighs, like, why are you mad at me? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like okay. Or when Brynn was like, safe. Also, can I get into the side of it all? A lot of people hate her, and a lot of people think that she's really annoying. Agreed, but I also don't think you. I guys, don't want her off the TV. No, you don't know. Like, everyone I wants mean, her off the TV. No, everyone wants her off the TV, but like. If you are a, like a floppy dead fish, then I want you off. But if you're actually like working and you're actually still contributing yeah. to the conversation. At I mean, hand, her freak out on the boat was giving us like final, like it was finally giving us confrontation that we needed. We finally got the math, a math in moment from the trailer and her just being like, yeah, she's annoying. But that freak out on the boat where she was cussing up a storm and going off. I was dead at Brynn's confession when she was like, are we on a boat or at the bodega? Like, are yeah, we like, 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 what is going on? Oh, the Brooklyn is out. Like, like, yeah, it was very that. Like, I just think that, all right, I'm going to run down the list of, like, all the women really quick. Like, just super fast speed round. Like, I think that Sai, yeah, her hungry ass is annoying, but her hungry ass is also working. So I'm not mad at her. I'm just, like, kind of, like, annoyed with her. Um, Jenna, I think, is providing a very good personal storyline. She's also she gets fucked. She's also quirky. She's also that older woman that I kind of want on the show because you guys yeah. know that I like my old biddies. Bryn is perfect. Bryn is perfect for reality television. She is needed on reality television. I don't want her ever off my screen. I think that she is, like Mo said, she's met her. She's 100% authentic. The way that she is on camera is the way that she is in person. I've never met a person who is more quick-witted and fast, and everything that comes out of her mouth is truly, like hilarious and a joke and it's like but it's met with like authenticity and that was something that like reed had questioned before on the podcast like is she just like putting on for the camera and it was like no 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 she's truly like this 24 7 and that woman is a star and i am so happy to meet her at like the beginning stages of it because i know that she has longevity in She's gonna, gonna be along. She's gonna be along around now get her on the trader season yeah, three no no she, she's like perfect um guys i know like you guys will probably disagree with me but aaron is my favorite like and i called this when the rumors were announced because remember when the rumors were announced of who was going to be on the cast and like oh no the cast came out and that one girl was like oh my gosh my old boss is on it and she's a complete bitch and she's like so mean and blah 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 and i was oh like my God, who I is it? And forgot I was, like, about remember that. and it was aaron and i was yeah. like this made me so excited because i was like that it was like old, those tiktoks it was like the old kind of roni where it's like yeah like ramona's mean like luann is like out of touch like that's what we need on roni so Erin is my favorite. She's providing that mean girl Regina George energy that I love, like, for a show. Not yeah. as a person in real life, but, like, for a show, for a reality television show. Uba is gorgeous, house down, sweet. Love her personal storyline. Love, like, the scenes that she's gotten. And honestly, you guys, I'm going to be real here. If you're an Uba fan, you should be thanking Erin for giving her a fight because Uba was almost demoted to friend of because of her whole COVID situation. So at least she had a fucking argument to deal with in Anguilla. So let's just think that there. But Uba is 
the the cast is really good. And let's not forget Queen of Camp, Jessel Tank. Like Tribeca, up and coming. I'm loving her. I think she is great. I think she's hysterical and she's she's giving me like old countess. Like she's giving me like old But also mixed with like Ramona, but not problematic. Like she is truly just and I've also met her in person. She is just also one hundred percent the way that she is on TV. I've now met Uba Sai, Bryn, and Jessel. And when I tell you, all of those women are 100% authentically the way that they are on camera. Yes, Sai is very annoying, as we talked about in a previous episode, but these women are just exactly how they are. And I love that, like, aspect of it. Do you think, okay, what do you think about the Leah McSweeney rumors that, like, have been floating around and are getting I don't more think that they're more? real, but I think that it would be nice. I think so, too. Like, like, I don't I, think it's that, like, crazy of an idea. And I also think that it would be awesome to have, like, Tinsley on. Like, I would love, like, even if it's Tinsley guest appearances mm-hmm. or, like, we talked about this last episode, like, friend of like i would love her to move back to new york and like live in the plaza hotel and then like visit like tins i think i that, also would love imagine okay, like the delusion out. of tins and like the it's just, just so delusional. hear me out and i think production can make this work in a way that seems like it's an authentic thing and not a forced thing and i think it could be a one-off situation but i think it could be really fun okay hear me out the girls are going to a party maybe it's a charity event maybe it's a, a dinner or something that some of the old Roni ladies are attending. And I, just I think, think that, that next season that's going like, to happen for sure. It has to happen. Like, I just think, and they can make it look, obviously these girls don't run in the same exact circles. No. We know that. But I think that it could be done in a way that seems more authentic and would be funny as fuck. And it would just be so good. Like, I think if, I, Get Cy and Ramona in a room. I want to see them do it out. I want to see them go. I also throw them on a girl's trip. Season six of Girl Ship, throw them on there. Um, I am just, honestly, I, like you, love the old Roni. Everyone knows, like, it's our favorite show on TV of all time. This is a completely different show. Mm-hmm. You're viewing it in a completely different Completely and different I think that's what you, If you are not on board with the new Roni yet, I highly suggest, maybe wait till it's all done if you're so hesitant. Like, one of my friends is really hesitant, and I'm like, you know what? Wait till it's all done. Do it in a binge. And you'll like it. Trust. Yeah. I, and it's like my cousin, Roxanne, um, was asking me about it because I've been telling her about all the updates that I'm doing with Brynn and all these things. And she's like, do I watch the new season? And I'm like, yes, but go in with the lens of it's a completely different show. These are if different women. If you like women. Housewives, you'll like it. If you like Housewives, you'll like it. There's nothing wrong with it as if you like a Housewives. Now, if you're going to compare it to the old Roni, it's never going to touch the old Roni. But like just... Nothing's going to touch the old Roni. Nothing's going to touch the old Roni. But like just watch it as is. Trust. We, we were the biggest skeptics on this podcast for the longest time. And you know what? It was it's turned out really good and I think it has a lot of potential and I think if they add a new messy housewife and they keep growing and I think they need a new spicy mess and even like I've said this before on the podcast and Bryn said this to me as well when she said even old Roni can't be old Roni because one the things that they were saying in that time cannot be said in this current day and the women aren't those women anymore and we've said it about Bethany Frankel like these people aren't the people that we loved before on TV and it's a new era and we're getting new women and like you have to be on board with it it's fucking good. I think that like this Anguilla trip is the perfect amount of mess and it's perfectly, it's chill, it's messy, but we're still getting deeper storylines. And I think come season 15, we'll get a lot of... But also guys, just have fun with it. It's just not have that fun with it. Serious. It's not that, that fucking, fucking serious. serious. It's not that fucking serious. Like, I'm sorry that Uba pushed Aaron into the pool and then Aaron stole her phone and y'all think it's like World War Three. It's not that deep. She just, just had put, fun with she, it. She did. Side pushed the fuck out of her in that pool, though, which was hard. <laughs> hard. Side pushed. I, I was. It was. It was. You, do you guys remember like when um, Ken 
got pushed into the pool and everyone, oh my god he's already died. And I almost had a, like a heart attack like that's how I felt about Uba, Uba getting pushed into the pool. I was, like, I was like she almost cracked her head on the side of the pool like I was like sigh I've heard that next episode gets even crazier and I'm really I'm excited for the Roni reboot to continue Zach you have to come back for like the reunion or something we're gonna have Zach back on really soon we said that it's about Bravo things are changing formats are changing we me and Reed are still going to be the lead co-host and we're going to have our friend dubs and guests like formulate in and out when needed um my life is getting very busy right now so we might have them on a little more than usual you guys haven't seen the last of Miss Zach. <laughs> <laughs> doing my Meredith Marks voice. But no, I, I, I've I'm also, like, you can leave. You can leave. I'm like, no, you're just kidding, Steve. No, I, I've missed it. I've, you know, it's been a tumultuous year. It's been turbulent to say the least. And it's been probably this year is going to stick out to me in my life for like ever. Like I'm going to think about 2023 forever. I want to also thank you guys as the listeners for the messages that you guys have sent me. You guys have all been so supportive. Like those of you who have been with it since the beginning like i mean as soon as reed and mo announced like my little departure you guys immediately were sending me messages and they were trust me they meant so much to me during this dark time so but i'm getting my light back i'm also you know i want my i'm starting to realize you know i want my love tank full but i want it the way that i want it like with vicky's little list of things like he has to be um emotionally available he has to be a good communicator he has to talk, you know so I'm excited to do the things. Is that the 401k? Yeah, to do the things. I'm excited. even. I'm excited to do the things that I love again. And one of those is Bravo and talking Bravo. And so I'm excited to just be working with my friends in whatever capacity that I can. If that's a friend of role, I'm very happy with it right now. Zach is doing a lot of the social work for us too and a lot of back-end media roles. Um, Like Annie's doing it, Maddie's doing it, Zach's doing it. They're all working on socials for us. And we're going to have them on as much as we can. Um, but yeah, we're really excited for the future of It's About Bravo. And like I said, we're going to have a fun little surprise coming in store, I think in the next like two to three weeks, working out logistics now. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you know where to follow us at about underscore Bravo on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure that you're leaving reviews and don't forget to listen to the Patreon guys. The Patreon is you know, when me when it was just me and my girl, we were struggling. <laughs> but you know what? Now we're getting consistent episodes up there. So make sure you listen to those. If you want this podcast to thrive and to keep going, um, just a little bit goes a long way. So it's a, just like two dollars, three bucks. <laughs> Give us a little bit of support. You guys love to listen to it. We'll talk about Drag Race. We'll talk about Big Brother. Talk about Survivor. And subscribe to the Patreon. Look at Zach doing the outro. It feels like old times again. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Reed. I miss you all. It's been two weeks since I've been able to be on the pod. It might be three next week. I'm hoping I can make it on with Mo. Just a lot going on in my personal life right now, changing jobs. So I miss you all. I hope to see you or I guess talk to you soon. But I had to add a little sound bite in at the end of this thing because I cannot let Mo and Zach get away with the slander. Okay, listen, Salt Lake City is amazing right now. That new episode this week, not only was that the best episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City ever, it's also like one of the best Housewives episodes I've ever seen. I fully acknowledge that. I have been saying it. You guys have been listening. You know I've been saying it. This season is firing off on all cylinders. That doesn't mean that I'm a hypocrite just because I criticized seasons one through three. I think it's totally possible for two things to be true at once. I can critique the 
path that Salt Lake has taken to get to this perfect season four. Okay? So I just had to get that out there. I fucking love this new season of Salt Lake. Don't let Zach and Mo slander me anymore. With that said, I miss you all. I can't wait to come back on. Like Mo said, lots of surprises. We're still putting out Patreon episodes twice a month more if we can. There are There's like a lot of new stuff on there right now. I just launched one today. If you are missing me, go subscribe. $3. You can listen to me, Maddie, and my brother, Layton, talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta seasons one through four. We're doing a little Real Housewives of Atlanta rewatch series, and we might do this with other Housewives franchises as well, as well as another Big Brother recap coming in the next couple of weeks. Let's see what goes on here with Scary Week or whatever the hell that is. And speaking of Scary Week, Miss Julie Chen Moonves with the Bobiana. Okay, come on, Miss Girl. Anyway, love you guys. Bye.